Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, gone. And literally, football, but like, Spurs can save Macclesfield. I know it's not totally on them, but as an entire football pyramid, it is on the bigger clubs. They can save, they can save that club like that. Hello everybody, welcome back to Jaffan Sort of Live. Um, we'll be getting into that. In, in, Do we need uh, to change the name? What to? Well, Jaffan, it's just James and Flav for now. It's not now anymore. It's been, it's been that now was two years ago when we started doing it. Stupid, isn't it? It doesn't make any sense. I think it keeps people on their toes a little bit. I think it's, I don't think there's a, a mass, I don't see a massive problem. Um, but you'd there have are... to do, uh, you'd have to do loads of, Loads of um, what's it called? Will it? You'd have to do loads of After Effects and shit. So I'll just leave it. Rebranding, yeah, that's true. At least for the season, and and people will understand. Uh, Welcome back to Jaffin, James, and Flav. For now, Uh, we are recording. We always record it as live, but we are now recording with our with our patrons there, just kind of lurking. It's almost voyeuristic, um, slightly unnerving, and uh, we're we're going to allow them as patrons to get involved at the end of the podcast. The idea, and we'll see how it goes, and I, I'm, I feel slightly nervous about this, is that there is the opportunity, first of all, to have a little bit of uh, birds and that, if that's needed, or flames advice, if that's needed. But secondly, to criticise and review the podcast at the end of the podcast with any kind of initial <laughs> thoughts. Because as we know, Flav, this podcast, it's about the comments. Um, and so yep. they're basically at the front of the queue. That's the idea. Yes, yeah, so listen That's to anyone who's Patreon is watching this live. When you're watching it on YouTube, because you're too cheap to contribute, um, <laughs> that you're not watching it live. You're watching it later. Yeah. If you want to watch it as it happens and then get involved in the show, you've got to become a patron. That's and, what the, the the people that are watching this and are going to get involved at the end of the show looking at you. Um, yeah, you're going to get, you've got an opportunity. So become a patron. It's not just this though, is it? It's not just the live stuff. There's other stuff we're producing. No, we're going to be doing mailbags as well, uh, which is basically you guys again, uh, do all the work. And then we just show off our high level chemistry, which is what we do that show completely naked. No clothes. Great. The, uh, the other thing I'm actually quite uh, excited about is uh, from an editing point of view, we obviously record these, but sometimes Flav oversteps the mark. Oh, sometimes I overstep the mark and we what? have to cut we have to cut those bits out. So for the patrons that are watching right at the start, 
Oh, nothing we, edited out. Nothing is edited out. But um, what's what's good for me as well is actually I can just do really harsh edits now, and people know that bit was taken out, and you missed it because you're not a patron. <laughs> so like, like, yeah, it makes my life a lot easier. Uh, How right. much do you have to pay to become a patron? I think it's uh, it's ten dollars to be live with us every single week. Uh, just one tier now, a lot more simple. Can't be asked with the rest of it. So te- ten dollars, all the content. You can actually change it to local currency as well, so people don't have to pay. Oh, pay really? fees. I'll show oh, you. I'll yeah, I got an email no, from Patreon. Edit this bit out. Okay. Um, just can I just say before we start the pod? Yeah. If you see a small child walking around the back, that isn't she's supposed to be here. All right. I know it's during school hours and that, but she's supposed to be here. Nothing untoward going on. Good. Um, all right, she should be at school, I presume. Um, right. Yep. <laughs> I have so many comments that I'm going to be reading out in this podcast. I can't believe how it, like the last couple of weeks it's been ridiculous. And I think we've got some new bits that are going to blow people's minds. Uh, and I've, as I say, we've got the derbies. There's one or two derbies this week, Flav, believe it or not. Um, the allegedly idea. Um, we've got some of the most bizarre rumours uh, that, I, that I've seen and some that obviously I'm not going to put in because it's like apparently uh, someone had to leave uh, someone else because they were you know they were shagging the uh, whatever right it's just like it's, not, it's that's too lazy whereas some of them are great anyway we've also got some lovely lovely juicy brainwashing that's been going on we were talking about that last week about uh, how you've been brainwashed and actually a little bit uh, we've got some We've got uh, a few people got quite upset about the uh, Panini stickers that you were talking about. I had their own kind of like footballing heartbreak stories. With what that. do you mean they got upset? I'll, uh, well, I could. I mean, I can do that right now if you want to. We've got so many different bits that this is well, the longest I don't understand like how, I've ever had. Well, we can go for as long as we want to go for. But it's true. I don't understand what I said about a sticker book that could possibly upset anybody. So I think you were talking about. Uh, you're talking about sticking that. Arsenal upside down. I said, yeah, That's... and you're sticking out. So it led to brainwashing, but it, it triggered um, previous memories and emotions of uh, of people in the past. One of whom is our patron, uh, Rob okay. Turner, who's here right now. Actually, so Let's... I can Rob. we could do this. Uh, we can read that. I'll read out Rob's because I just saw this and almost created it. I made I made my own kind of bit from this just because I was just like. Why have you even written this down? And then, <laughs> and then after that, someone else sort of backed him up with another Panini heartbreak story. Okay, just so just so people know, so if you didn't watch last week's episode, um, this we were talking about Panini. Yeah, what are you doing? You Panini. Uh, okay, can I just? Panini's dumb, isn't it? Like it's like this is the whole thing's like an inside joke. So like, well, if you're not going to be here every single week, you're wasting my time and your own. James, James. idiot. Dumb. Now I feel like I now I feel like what it's like on the other foot. <laughs> Go on, let me speak. Um, so yeah, we, we we did a section panini sticker books about has how um, uh, we would obviously you want to complete every single bit or every every sticker you can possibly get in the panini sticker book. But in the Arsenal section, because no one really want the Arsenal ones, I, I stuck them upside down, and then we went on to the subject of how brainwashed I was and where this feeling of anti-Arsenal comes from, and how my dad has brainwashed me essentially. And um, yeah, and, and essentially this is now football heartbreaks is, is what's, what's come out of this. Is that right? It would seem so. So Rob said this. And if you've got any footballing heartbreaks that you just want to get out, um, let us know in the comments below. Another mm. bit. Uh, Rob Turner said this. When I had match attacks, which I think is the more modern version, um, the year Gary Cahill left Bolton, I had nine of his card that I spent all the first four months of that season going um, 
to the entertainer in Bolton, which where they ran match attacks events. So this guy went to match attacks event. You thought this guy was sad enough, right? Look how sad this dude is. He watches he's a this. He's a patron. He's watching this live right now. I'm literally talking. I'm talking to you now, Rob. How sad are you, mate? You used to go to match attacks events. Does anyone really do that? Come on, mate. leave him alone. <laughs> no, Rob knows. Rob knows I love him. I'm joking. Um, he spent the first four months of that season. He's walked off. He's upset. Um, can you still hear me? Surely not. That's, I mean, throwing shade at me, but maybe it's leveling me out because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit giddy today. Uh, I had nine of his card that I spent all the first four months of that season going to the entertainer in Bolton when, where they ran match attack events and would swap cards that were much higher value than Gary Cahill, trying to get nine so I could fill the first page. And I got all nine basically a week before he left. And I thought... He will be gutted to be leaving Bolton because he's in his mind, he'd kind of brainwashed himself, I guess, to understand that Gary loves the club. Um, only to see on Sky Sports News him talking about how he always wanted to go to Chelsea. And I took these nine match attacks cards <laughs> of Cahill to my dad. Can you imagine just a young Bobby Turner walking up to his dad and just said something like, what do I do now? <laughs> he was like crestfallen. Uh, Realising I'd spent all that time trading uh, for fake cards for a man I know I no longer loved. Heartbreak. Mate, look, Rob, I mean, it is heartbreak, but it's also learn. You've got to learn, don't you? Learn fast. You learn that none of these footballs care about you. None of them. None of them care about me. None of them care about James. Literally none of them, unless they rely on your your money to get paid. Like if you're supporting some sort of 10-part sort of ruined football club that's literally the arse end of football, like Torquay United or something shit like that, then oh, these yeah. players obviously rely on, on your money. Might be not them. Worse. Go further down. I'm just, Where, care, be careful. Be careful because I'm slightly triggered. Macclesfield have been like, Macclesfield are finished now. And what finished... Do don't. <laughs> Macclesfield finished, got like ended 140 years of history, I think. Something like that. Or it's well it's over not though, years. is it? It's not, is it, James, though? It's not the truth. What do you mean it's not the truth? It's over and we're all actually far more concerned about the nuances of the handball rule. Yeah, so, but they'll come back. So less like of the it, eighth... today. Less of it. Jim, they'll come back from the eighth position. Wimbledon are in, are in League One. Wimbledon. 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 That's not the point, Flav. All right, go on, Spurs. Piss off and start again at the bottom. Do you want that? Hey. Probably would. To get a few trophies out of it. Perfectly, uh, perfectly. Perfectly well-run football club. Look, Macclesfield, Macclesfield Town are not... I mean, I, I feel... I kind of feel sorry. I mean, look, there's so much to do in this world. If you don't have a football club and you can't find something else to do and that's what defines you, then I... I don't know. All I would say... <laughs> you know you're say, on the wrong side of this argument. Definitely. <laughs> you know you are. I can't it, believe... It hit it, me. It hit me when I read about this. I, oh, come but, on, James. It didn't hit you. No, it did hit me because I'm like, I didn't... Not, like, I... So there was a woman being interviewed who'd like worked at Magglesfield. And I was like, I remember listening to that at the time and thinking, someone will sort itself out. Someone will sort itself out. It always gets sorted out. And then over the weekend, we're all like, we're all like, I don't think I like football anymore because I don't think I like football anymore because uh, the handball's not right. I'm saying that. I'm one of the people saying that. And then we get, I get the other side of the weekend. Oh yeah, Magglesfield finished. Poof. Gone. And literally, football, like, Spurs can save Macclesfield. I know it's not totally on them, but as an entire football pyramid, 
It is on the bigger clubs. No, I it can ain't. Say, they can say that club like that. It pissed me uh, off, man. It pissed me off. Well, hang on, is this a comp? Are we competing against each other or not? Are every other club my enemy or are they not? Is that what? What, what is going on, James? Well, you do let I, clubs I, die when it's well, like when, when, when nearly that, a billion spent on transfers. James, turn that filter off. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, God, I didn't mean... I just still had it on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, because I'm sure you're making serious. If Arsenal fall down the pyramid, <laughs> do, do Tottenham Hotspur save them because they can? No. They let them burn. Die. Die in the ditch. Um, but Macclesfield is slightly different. What I would say is that they'll, they'll come back with a club that they own. The fans will own the football club. If they really care about it, and I'm sure they do, Maxwell fans will rebuild this, their squad. They'll make a Phoenix football club. They'll feel better about it. They'll feel like they belong to it. It'll be called Macclesfield Town. They'll come up through the divisions and or they'll stay in the same division, but they have their football club. I mean, it's, it's a shame, but it's, you know, it's, it, it's football. It happens sometimes. It's not on Premier League clubs to save clubs that have been poorly run from going out of business. It just it's not, I think it's big. It's like, you know, like the, like the furlough scheme. It's a similar thing. Like what? You just go, well, hang on. Is this, look, is, is this a capitalist society or not? Are we going to like, you know, I'm, I'm not, well, yeah, okay. you out, mate. The, FA, the FA should save them. Yeah. It's not up to, up, up to the members of the, of the football league to sort them out, sort them out. Um, I think, and, I think. And, and, and do you know, do you know what James, just while I finish go on. is we've already saved one league football club. In the, in the last two weeks, we saved Leighton Orient. All right, we saved them. So what should we? That, what, what do you want? Do you want Tottenham Hotspur to save another one? I think. Do we? What Spurs have saved? How Spurs saved? Yeah, Leighton Orient saved them. Firstly, Harry Kane literally owns the football club now. He sponsored their shirts. Secondly, when that game got postponed and we was given the buy, rightly so, right? It, it, when we got the buy, Spurs fans just piled money into the club shops, piled it, spent like forty grand. On tap, watch walked past it, and just threw a bit of cash on the way past. Online, online, <laughs> online, and 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 David Daniel Levy, the miser, Daniel Levy loves a pound note, loves a pound no, note, loves a gold do you, know, do you know what he did? He donated all of the revenue that would have been made. Like no football club. There you go. Have that. But that doesn't that just, just highlight? Now. No, doesn't that just highlight how easy it can be done? Where's the line, though, James? I understand that. Feel free to make a line. James, yes. when yes. you're walking past homeless men in the street, do you give him money and a sandwich every time? <laughs> Is that the no, broad term for them? Homeless men. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I often do. Not always. If, you All know, right. Sometimes. Why not always? You can afford it. Why not always? Because sometimes I don't, I don't I, you know, I'm on my phone. Sometimes I'm on my phone. Yeah, or we're, sometimes we're concentrating on signing Gareth Bale to the football club. We can't be thinking about the plight of Macclesfield Town every minute of the day. That's sad. Okay. Like I say, it, it is sad, but fans should look at it as an opportunity to, to build a club in their own image that's owned by them. I know it's sad. They're getting pumped out of the Football League, but it's not the end, right? And you can build something new. And you've seen with AFC, you've seen with FC United, um, you've seen with what Hashtag could do, creating a, creating a club out of nothing. Yeah, you know it's possible, and it give, you'll see this as an opportunity. Look at it positively rather than negatively. That's um, an interesting way of looking at. Um, okay. uh, the what do you think of hashtag? By the way, in the FA Cup, still in the FA Cup this weekend. On on it again. It's, it's right. Uh, this mad. is this is what I, this is what I feel about it. This is what I feel about it. Fair play to Spencer. Done incredible stuff. They are at an advantage. 
over clubs at that level. Yeah. They're generating more money than those clubs. So they should be winning. The FA Cup's a different kettle of fish altogether. You know they um, you know they don't pay they don't pay their players. I don't need all the facts to make statements, Jim. Fair. Um can't say. <laughs> also, well, they're going to attract better players because they 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 get the exposure. They, you know, there's players that have gone on. Isn't there someone at Northampton Town that came from hashtag Scotty Pollock? Yeah, Scotty Pollock. Yeah. Incredible. Like that stuff is that's crazy, isn't it? Uh, but you, you know, you're 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 um, disrupting football, uh, which is a positive thing. You're you're bringing positive aspects, giving a, a launch pad at this time to, to players that can go and play in the league that they probably wouldn't have got elsewhere. There there is undoubtedly clubs in the conference and 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 above that are just looking at your Spencer's channel or watching the hashtag channel and just and just scouting players which is, is incredible is um, there any um is there any gammon in you that bubbles up with yes just yes yeah I thought it might of course of course of course it's like an internet football team doesn't fit comfortably with what I understand football yeah to be. your gammon ways uh, if you pop your gammon ways in a pot and just and put yes. it on a gentle simmer um, because of the just the general influence of the owner being Spencer, and no, not Spencer no, specifically, no, but an, not... but a, but an influencer, right? Then me then going, do you know what the name of the club is? Hashtag United. That's just turning the hob up, isn't it? Turning the hob up on your gammon yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just get a bit yeah. redder, don't you? Just like... Being truthful, being truthful, it, it it irks me that there's a team called Hashtag United that it's called Hashtag. It's all a bit silly, but. But it doesn't matter. That's their name. That's what they was. And when they started out, it wasn't about being a football league team. And the ambition of both of them, him and his brother, to create that, it's just mind-blowing. It really is. It's, like, it's crazy. I appreciate like, a massive respect. And, you know, they've got more vision and more ambition in their little toe than I have in my entire body. So what am I supposed to, to criticise? But, yeah, to get a little bit of gammon in me um, does get irked by the name hashtag but that was their name since they started they probably sh- they shouldn't change it that's the name that's the history they should be proud of it and red why bull, should they change it? red bull teams all over the place these days isn't there so yeah and that's they're, they're infinitely less evil than that shit yeah uh right uh, i just want to give you the second football heartbreak actually just because whilst we're on it because i i just love this comment so this is from Valar morgulis uh, it says, seeing seeing that shiny reminded me of the time I needed Michael Thomas to complete my Liverpool side. And my neighbour, brackets, this little freak that used to keep up, keep all his swappies in the Tupperware box. That's such great English. This little freak that used to keep all his swappies in the Tupperware box. Capital T. Capital T, respecting the monopoly of uh, of Tupperware um, as a brand, <laughs> had two spare Michael Thomas stickers and wouldn't swap me. I remember I had I, I had maybe a Colin Calderwood or a Brian Roy that he needed, but he just wouldn't do it. Every now and again, it pops into my head, and I think, why? <laughs> Strange. Uh, it's, that's about power, really. You get those kids that are the power. There's probably not a lot else going on in their lives and, and that's that's the power play and yeah. give that up give away their, their position um so just just respect it little what do you call him a little sap no little freak the freak <laughs> we kept his swappies in a tough way but <laughs> mate what's more perfect about you're clearly in your 30s early 30s late 20s right and you're still pissed off by by uh this kid who wouldn't swap you do i i love the yeah i love the fact that um that he that he kind of cares that much, but I also love. There's nothing better for me, and you know how I feel about this because of my uh, my uh, 
relationship with referees. But there's nothing better than an insult that involves no swearing at all. There's n- like if you can just keep it clean. I mean, freak maybe is a little bit maybe that, but just like I kept his swag <laughs> in the top <laughs> box. Just but, class. No, no, mate. This this goes back to when uh, early days in Ball Street, where that the, the infamous comment. Well, I will never forget. <laughs> you know what it is already, isn't it, Jim? Mm. Who is this? This is obviously an uh, oh, right, yeah, Who is this specky bellend giving his opinion? <laughs> my first ever troll. My first ever troll. No, not not my last, of course, but certainly my first. I'll never forget it because I remember getting through a, a, a couple of videos and thinking, "Hang on a minute." They love me. I'm getting away with it. No one said a bad word yet, but surely it's coming. And then week oh, three, yes. week three of the weekender, it was called. Uh, there was who's this Specky Bellen giving his opinion? Um, but there's a swear <laughs> word now. No, the other one was much, um, don't like this can... present. Don't like this presenter. Get a new one. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Uh, and the thing is, the Specky Bellen one is still relevant. It still works. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so let's get into it then. I've got so many comments I need to get through and I have no idea how I'm supposed to title this video. So if you can think of a really good title that will claw them in, uh, especially uh, our patrons who are watching live, then uh, let us they know. Still, they still watching? They, the, mean, patrons still the, numbers, watching? the numbers are flying up one by Come one. Come on. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, quote of the pod from last week. Uh, Sweet Sweat James says, uh, football is like Warhammer except it's real. That was one of the best uh, comments from last week. said that? I think you must have said that one. And uh, Jay Tivo. uh, (laughs) I think this is me talking about David Moyes and uh, the alleged, of course, affair between Zaha and his daughter. I said, maybe maybe you should let that love blossom, David. If she's anything like you, she'd be very loyal and she'd keep you up. Wonderful, James. Unlucky Flav didn't recognise. Keep you up. That's the uh, the banter because uh, he's a manager. Anyway, uh, comment of the week. Matt Lesnar, this pod is undefeated. Might call my first kid Jaffin. Please do. Oh, amazing. Please definitely do that. <laughs> really, yeah. What's under, undefeated? Does that mean no one can beat us? Is that kind of thing? It would seem so. Uh, we got okay. a, Someone made the Joe Rogan comment again. I'm just like, I'm not going to read that out. I mean, I'm not even like, you. you that's your opinion. That's um, your opinion, isn't it? it Let is. him have it. Let him have it. Let him have their opinion. Charlie Peach just cancelled my dog's trust membership for a Patreon subscription. Smart life <laughs> choices. And yes. Spongy92, I think we need the periodic table of the most reactive to least reactive fans. Don't get it. Don't get it. So, okay. I, uh, I looked up the periodic table. Here it is. Now, this could get complex, but if we really put the work in, guys, something could happen here. It's very difficult. So what I realised was, obviously... There's like more reactive in different areas of this periodic table. But I wonder, now this could be a bit that's not going to work. It might be a bit that does work. Let's see. We'll test it out. Um, I'm going to give convinced. you an, I'm going to give you an element and I'm going to give you the characteristics of that element and I want you to associate a football club with it. That's what we're going to this... try and do. This oh, could okay. fall on its ass, but we're going to give it a go, okay? I mean, it really doesn't matter either way. Yeah, it's all about the journey really, isn't it? Um, So we're going to kick off with hydrogen. Um, (laughs) Hydrogen at standard temperature. I think I could show you this, guys, actually. Let's do it that way. Uh, At standard temperature and pressure, hydrogen is a non-toxic, non-metallic, odourless, tasteless, 
colourless and highly combustible diatomic gas. I know what it is. The molecular formula H2. Hydrogen is also prevalent on Earth in the form of chemical compounds such as hydrocarbons and water. So I think it's It's more... It's Arsenal. You think it's Arsenal? Okay. Of course it is odourless, tasteless, colourless, non-toxic, maybe not. Actually, no, we'll save Arsenal. We'll save Arsenal. You want to say, well, that's it. That's it. You only get to you only get to yeah. allocate one once. Well, so, and we'll take we'll take the amount in the comments. Tell us who, whoever the whoever's the most popular team or the best one with the best. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, can I, I'll say, I'll say, because there's just, there's nothing to them. There's just nothing to them, is there? They are odourless. They taste us. They're colourless. You know, so anywhere they're, they're in the football pyramid, context. I think you can Fulham. go broad if you want to. You go Fulham. Fulham. Okay, interesting. Fulham fans. Interesting. Okay. Uh, just so, yeah. at a standard pressure te- temperature. Just non-toxic, <laughs> odourless, tasteless, colourless. Okay. So take that definition, guys, and let us know in the comments uh, who you think it is and why. Importantly, and why. Okay. Um, I've got a new bit here. It's called... Um, oh, yeah. I was going to call it Weekly Leads, but then I thought it'd be more <laughs> fun if we called it Leakly Weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, I like it. Uh, because the Leeds fans, they're coming out. We're slowly, they're slowly creeping out of the woodwork hole. We spoke about this last week, one by one. It's like, we... it's like it's been raining and the little worms are coming up. Yes, the soil. it has. It's been raining. Um, it's been raining promotion. And now they're up. And now we're talking about them a lot. And I, I enjoy it. So a bit of Leakly Weeds every single week, uh, if there are good comments. And this week there are. Emma Chadwick, Leeds fan here. Bielsa is a wonderfully weird human. I'm really excited to hear your reaction to this, Flap. So I'm actually just going to go on you here for this. Well, we talked about it last week, didn't we, Bielsa? Yeah, uh, but this is a little insight into into him as a as a manager. Uh, Bielsa is a wonderfully weird human. Lives about above a sweet shop instead of the fancy hotels offered to him by the club. Walks to and from training every day and can often be found sat in Costa in Weatherby or walking around Morrison's in his full Leeds tracksuit. He's like a <laughs> little old granddad that you'd do anything to protect. Oh, that's nice. That's it's... nice. Um, and that's not that none of that's not true either. I, like, you know, like he's very, very humble. Um, and uh, when he was at Lille, I want to say, um, he built. And he might have done it to Leeds. He built accommodation. He had built accommodation for players to stay so that they can get up. They go to bed and they train there and go to bed. Like not all the time, but it's just so that they don't have to go home. And I'm pretty sure he lives at Leeds Football Club. I don't think he has a home. Well, like I some... mean, well, Emma's saying he lives above a sweet shop, which I mean, right, next to Leeds. Living above a sweet shop, there's absolutely no reason why I should find that concerning, but I do. That's an, that's an element of brainwashing, I think. Just anything he, to do older people and a sweet shop. It makes me I don't know. It makes me nervous. He, I'm not I'm not threatening anything. I know I've been brainwashed, but it's I don't like that sentence that he's living in the world. You mean he's shop. like you're you you're calling Bielsa a bit of a, a pedo. I'm not, I'm saying I've been brainwashed and, and I don't like if, it. But Can I ask you can I ask and in the comments I wanna know as well, is if he does live above this sweet shop, Bielsa, and he just the curtains, I'd imagine neck curtains, uh, embroidered neck curtains. Stinks of cigarettes. Every, yeah, oh, it reeks. The, the walls are yellow, and, and they were <laughs> they were brilliant white, brilliant white before, but there's just yellow nicotine stains yeah. everywhere. Fat like ash, uh, ashtrays just full of Lambert and Butler 
Dogging. Yeah. Do you know what he's got as well? He's got one of those. Um, he's got one of those fireplaces that aren't a fireplace. It's actually just plastic that's been kind of lit up to be orange. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One like like they, like they've got lights and like a revolving fan, so it looks like it's yeah. like gives the effect of own. And then they're just color gas because that. And it's a gas thing that Bielsa just can't get right. Kajink, and 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 he has he has a complete he has three piece suite. He's got three three seat of sofa and two separate chairs. And he only sits on the right side of the free piece. So uh, that's yeah. the only place he sits in. He's got a little indent of his little girls <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's also got one of those, um, he's got one of those massive um, chest of drawers that has sort of two big wide um, sort of uh, like cl- uh, sort of cupboards, almost glass cupboards for all his like crockery of uh, of the royal family and his favorite whiskey glasses and uh, and a really just strange ornament that he, he picked up on holiday. Um, but my my question, my question is, every now and then when he's a bit peckish, mm. about half eleven at night, yeah, love this. He'll go down to the sweet shop, won't he? Mm. He doesn't run what, the sweet shop, just to be clear. What chocolate does he buy? What chocolate does Bielsa buy? Caramac. You think he's on a caramac, mate? I'm big on the caramacs, and I think they're amazing. I, I can't what? find them anymore, though. I don't know where they no, are. No, they, they stopped. They, they discontinued them because everybody hates them. What? Is that yeah, true? Yeah, shit. Yeah, I yeah, Caramax. Like, like, that's like the shit tier of, of chocolate. Oh, I like Caramax. Yeah, okay, let us know. But what kind of chocolate does Bielsa eat? Like, um, what kind of chocolate does Bielsa eat? Um, also, a uh, bit of a perspective from ZC. Um, can we put Bielsa in perspective so Flav can understand? Bielsa getting leads from 13th to 3rd in, uh, in the season with the same diabolical sack of... SHIT, we saw Paul Heckingbottom flap across the pitch. Is <laughs> the same as Jose winning the treble with Spurs, following up with the World Cup with England just for fun. Never mind Bielsa <laughs> getting leads in the Prem the season afterwards. So Not true. But, but fair play. Fair okay. Play. More on leads uh, when, when it comes to the derby games. Uh, now, we asked for a bit of brainwashing. There's not more derby games this week, is there, Jim? There's one of them. It'll blow your mind. There are well, one or two derby games. Um, not everyone got it. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, are they still not getting it? Yeah. No, they didn't get it. But uh, brainwashing. So last week we were talking about uh, just the brainwashing of your parents or whoever it is. But uh, some people see it as a bad thing, Flab. But I'm like, just open your mind. Do you know what Mate. I mean? We're living in a world where everyone's so closed off. Open There's up been your s- mind for a second. There's been some terrible brainwashing in the past. Terrible. Like, history will remember the worst kind of brainwashing. Nazis, terrible. Terrible aspects of brainwashing. Massive amounts of communism, terrible. Brainwashed. Millions dead. Mm. Um, Kylie Minogue. Millions of people like Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue's initial success in the 80s. I mean, I wasn't there, but but how's that getting through? I don't get it. Awful Um, shit. Um, but, But sometimes, Jim... You got. It's all about how you look at things. That's it. And sometimes there's a bit of lovely brainwashing. Exactly. Uh, so we've got a few from you guys. Um, one actually leads to a football rumour as well. Uh, it's coming up, allegedly. I mean, it is coming up, but it's called allegedly. Uh, ID Minor. Best brainwashing is players with fluorescent boots. I've seen Ryan Shawcross in a pair of bright yellows. It says it all, really. The sort of the gentle brainwashing kind of... It, there was a tipping point with um, with football boots because for a long time it was... It was sort of... there was It was a disgrace if you... Or you're soft if you wear fluorescent... Like, other colours. I think I was I even on look, that train for a long time. 
Still the case. You think it's still the case. But now it's actually so hard to find just normal black, black boots, boots that everyone's at it. Even the likes of Ryan Shawcross has been brainwashed into him. Ryan, what, what I would, the vast, vast majority of footballers don't have a choice. So they get the boots given to them by whoever they're sponsored. They'll have a variety of boots they can try. But all these footballers are getting boots made and moulded around their feet. So they're perfect. Like, for example, Lamella came off after we beat Chelsea. Spurs beat Chelsea. Don't know if anyone saw that. Uh, after Sometimes we beat Chelsea... Chelsea um, struggling, yeah. aren't they, Chelsea? Struggling. We did call it. I mean, we called it. Li- we called it live, and I say live as we recorded it live uh, on this podcast. We said the piranhas were circling. <laughs> we called it. We were there. Mate, we there. I mean, we'll talk about it. We got. We got to talk a little bit about it. We haven't even mentioned Spurs yet. Um, Lamella. Uh, Lamella. Lamella was wearing like he had one boot that was fine, but Adidas was sending him another boot, and he just turned up in like. Just a boot he'd found in the boot room it looked ridiculous. It didn't match at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't have a choice. But there's some players that just just wear black boots and you just think you you don't give a shit. Like Dyer did it for a long time. Had completely black Adidas boots, and they just look the balls. <laughs> we should talk about Dyer actually at some point as well. That's I don't I mean I don't I don't know if there is that much to say on it. He needed a shit. He went for a poo. He had the poo. He came back. He knocked Chelsea out the cup. Can't take. More can't takes on the way. Ryan Morris, uh, we've all been brainwashed into thinking Liverpool play good football. I often watch the games because some of my housemates are Reds and their football is so boring to watch. <laughs> no expressive play. Their midfielders essentially just play fullback and their fullbacks play as wingers who just cross the ball in. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it clearly does, but it's like watching a machine who aren't creative in possession and press teams to win possession back in order to to increase the volume of crosses into the box. Extremely boring to watch and is more about fitness than anything else. Hence why players like Henderson and Milner are lauded. You think of the great United, Arsenal, City and Chelsea teams in the past two decades <laughs> who were exciting to watch with top quality expressive players rather than just 11 men who can run 100k in 90 <laughs> minutes. Sort of a little <laughs> amalgamation of a calm take and a, and a bit of brainwashing there. Mate, it, Ryan, I love, I love how much thought he's put into that. Um, and, and I've got to say, it's hard to disagree. I don't hate that take. I like, I I like watching Liverpool, but I, I'd love someone to give him a go and give him a game. Like, no one can give <clears> him um, a game at the moment. Can, can, we, can we also, in the comments, and I'm requesting a lot this week, I'm giving you a lot of homework... Just it could be a couple of words. It could be a lovely paragraph like that. Just give us the reasons why Liverpool aren't all that. Just anything. It could be anything. Like just little bits we can use just to break them down a little bit because they're gonna they're gonna win the league again. We can we might as well give it to them now. See if we can. So let's just spot a crack or two. Can we find? Yeah, it? let's see if we can start seeing the cracks because <laughs> they gotta start coming in something. So wherever you see it, could be could be completely something inconsequential, something stupid, mm. or something significant like what Ryan just said. Just, let's, let's find just need something. We just need, we're just gasping for anything at this point. Anything. Um, Sam Reese, every year as an Everton fan, I get brainwashed into thinking it's a new dawn. Then we tank. Sack the manager. Safe by April. It's a few signings and we'll be in the Champions League next season. I fall for it every year and I know I fall for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mate, that's true. This year could be different. No, it, Something's happening. It is true. This year is different. Everton look great. And long you know they deserve it they deserve a bit because they have like you said that's exactly that, that's how you sum up Everton over the last couple of decades and you're playing lovely football you've bought brilliant um a number of brilliant signings Alan unsuspecting has or 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Alan come, has come in and dominated that midfield. Calvert-Lewin is on fire. Joe, I saw, uh, I, thought, I was like, this is this is lazy, but I'll put, I thought, I'll, I'll put it to Flav anyway. The um, I was on the Football Daily podcast, and I, this is the problem with the, with this part of the season is we are gasping a little bit for storylines. Obviously, there's transfers at the moment, but apart from that, there's kind of there's not enough data to truly kind of understand if someone's doing really well or doing really badly. Like there was someone in the comments last week going uh, West Brom going, look, we've got a draw against Chelsea. I know, and we've played Arsenal as well. Like we're not as bad as, and we played Everton as well. Like they've had really tough games. So, yeah. Like, so it's hard to kind of grasp those kind of things. Well, to, uh... when I was on the kickoff the other day, Jim, like they were they were literally throwing who's um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer under the bus because under the bus that you're supposed to be driving, um, because um, because because they lost lost the game. And uh, admittedly, it looks like they're right. They do look shit, but. It was it, so knee jerk. Football yeah. fans, football pundits, they're all so knee jerk. You're only as good as your last game. Well, so it's and, the uh, knee jerk. The knee jerk comment that came from football de- uh, from the football daily Poppers was, um, and I knew it was coming. I was like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. DCL with a hat trick there. Does he start for England ahead of Harry Kane? And I was like, oh no. Like the, I like I like DCL. Like I get it. Like he's brilliant. 
But like, who, just mate, slow down. And then obviously they've got to spend I'm three not... minutes going, well, you know, mm, you know, mm, maybe, maybe. Please don't call and him then, DCL. Okay. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And then yeah. uh, like, they spend three minutes going, oh, let's have a conversation about this. And then I go, so so what's your answer? And I go, oh, no, Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, for you, Wait. answer on that one? I think you should start ahead of uh, Harry year. Kane without doubt. He just needs to start three games on the bounce. Harry Kane doesn't need to be anywhere near that England team at all. And actually, God willing, uh, sure, you God can, willing. You can do one, by the way. I'm going to call him DCL because you called Alderweireld Toby. Yeah, but Alderweireld's a right, blah, 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 isn't it? Yeah, but so's Dominic Calvert-Lewin. All right, just acknowledge that I'm not part of that crowd. Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to call him Calvert-Lewin. Uh, yeah, I don't want Kane to play at all for England. I don't want him to play for England full stop. I know he wants to. Cal- stick Calvert-Lewin in there. Let him be exhausted after a... <laughs> yeah, let his ankles shitty. disintegrate. Um, right, final two, uh, brainwashers. Get your brainwashers in next week as well. Simon Bronson, my dad brainwashed me into thinking that Celtic fans were stinking and never wash. I believe this from a young age and it always made me smile. Their club, <laughs> their club had to release a statement a few years ago about the lack of hygiene in Celtic Park. So maybe my dad was onto something, to be fair. <laughs> and Maria Williams, fine. best... Uh, be, sorry, mate, go on. No, it's fine. I just love that kind of pettiness. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, Spurs, Spurs have had a slogan about Arsenal that said that uh, Arsenal, Arsenal fans eat babies. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> but as far as I understand it, I've never seen any proof Legend. to the contrary. Uh, Maria Williams, best brainwashing was my eldest son came home from school saying, this ball, this boy at... I could do a baby voice for this. This boy at school, mummy, he's so naughty. I asked why. He said... Because he supports Arsenal. <laughs> thing, I taught, thing I taught my kids, who, who do we love? Tottenham. Who do we hate? Arsenal. We all do it. Well done to your dad. <laughs> Well done. What's really, a ledge? Really lovely brainwashing there. Really wholesome brainwashing. See? It is. And they do eat babies. So be careful. Tell your son to be careful because he might get eaten by an Arsenal fan. And yeah. they do have an odour, as well as I say. It's not, it's a weird one. It's hard to like, what's that? It's not like, car, fucking hell. It's like, what? what's that? What's that? Is there... <laughs> so like, you know, like when potatoes go off and you leave them in the cupboard and you, and, and you don't know where, where the smell's coming from. Like, it's really musky in here. That's the general smell of Arsenal fans. They have a tangy musk, oh. do they? A tangy musk. Okay. Tell us, tell us in the comments. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> Give us, explain what Arsenal fans smell like. <laughs> God. A tangy musk. Or Spurs fans. Or Spurs fans, just to equal up. What do Spurs fans smell like? Mate, we smell like Christian Dior Sauvage. Okay. Uh, was, how's Johnny Depp still got that deal? Cut that, that! You cut that tie, didn't you? There's enough movie stars you can find apart from this 55-year-old dude who's got. Because no one cares, James. It's mad. How's he still? How's he still? Yeah. So right, we, we're going to do the advert. Right, pop yourself in the desert. Desert. You're going to wear the same thing again, are you? Okay, cool. This isn't going to make any sense, Johnny. By the way, he goes. I know. I've done a few of these now. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Anyway, uh, right. Come on, come on, come on! Huh? Couple of derby games this Good. week. Uh, we kick off, and I got ninety replies this week. It's getting out of hand. Um, please only do it if you've got really good ones, because it takes me ages to go through them all. <laughs> although they are funny. 
Uh, couple of derby games this week, Flav. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. We start off with, of course, the inaugural. Um, who? Uh, which? Which scoreline will Flav never know? Derby. Um, a few people putting forward a few options. I I know which ones they are, so I'll just read them out, Flav, and and then you can reveal which game you'll never know the scoreline to. It's pretty tough, actually. A lot of competition. Um, Chelsea, yeah. Crystal Palace, Everton, uh, Brighton, Hove Albion, Leeds United versus Man City, Newcastle, Burnley. Yep. Never Leicester know that. versus Not West Ham. Well, wait, Leicester Leicester versus West Ham United. Southampton versus West Brom. Arsenal yep. versus Sheffield United, Wolves versus Fulham, Man United Spurs, and Aston Villa, Liverpool. Two front There's two. runners. Two front two. runners. There for me. <laughs> what, are, what are they? I think Southampton quite... through West Brom. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. And Newcastle versus Burnley. A really Literally. tough one to keep an eye on that one. You're going to struggle and, to keep an eye on that. One at a time, it looks like that's going to be on telly. Fuck me. <laughs> Why? 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 Do you know what I'm starting to notice? That they, I think they're hiding the um, the Flav will never know the scoreline to this derby at eight o'clock on a Saturday. Because I, I, oh New, Newcastle seem to be playing at that time quite often. Um, anyway, um, so I, um, which one pips it for you this week? Uh, is it Newcastle Burnley or Southampton West Brom? Uh, Newcastle Burnley. Yeah. I watched Newcastle playing at Spurs. They are shit and uh, boring. And Burnley are the, they're, they're the most boring team in football. So all of them, get them off. Lovely. Get them off. Can you just can I, can you just do me a favour, Jim, please? Yeah. Do me yeah. a little favour, yeah? Uh, go back to Twitter, yep. Uh, and if you just look down the left-hand column of that screen, there's one called Messages. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a little notification in there. There is. Can we click on that and see what it is? We please. can... Do you know what Not. it is? Yeah, I know what it is. I know it is. It's a group. It's a group. It's the YouTuber group. How comes I'm not in that? Because you're not a YouTuber. You've made that very clear several times. I, this is YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I want in on the group. <laughs> Make your mind up. What are, we, what are we... What are we... What are we saying? Like, honestly, good. honestly, some of them are half your age. <laughs> oh, right. Which, I mean... I, hang on. Hang on. That, how's that... I mean, it's your... What does that say about you? Um, down with the kids. James... Uh, how much of the is this YouTube royalty here, or are we talking just sort of mid tier? Um, I would or, I would see some some pretty heavy players are in there. I would say yeah, 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 yeah. It shouldn't you guys you be using a bit more so a bit more secure than fucking Twitter messages? Very like, relaxed. I don't know. Very Telegram vibes. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Dick um, pigs. Uh, Derby games. Then let's go through some of your best ones. Not everyone got it. Not everyone got it. <laughs> how simple is it? How tough is it? Derby. A derby game. We've been doing this joke for two years, Flav. Chelsea versus Crystal Palace, Jim. Yep, that's what Delvon says. Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. There's a derby. <laughs> Don't get a prize. It's not a derby, is it? Jump in, it's not. It's fine. Uh, we move on. To one I actually really liked, actually. and I'm going to show you this one. Uh... Ollie, Ollie Sack. Crystal Palace versus uh, Chelsea versus Palace is the third kit versus the third kit versus first kit derby. Yeah, and the see? really, really good gift there, the old Spider Man gift, which is the perfect colours for both teams. Great work for Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't get that. So it's, that's like Inception. It's like on yeah. a number of levels. Um, uh, well done, Ollie Sack. He's, he's one of the, you know, he's a big player in the uh, Jaffan community. Um, also, I've got an actual. Uh, 
I'll go through the derby games. We've got a new bit at the end of this. Got a big old swinging dick in the Jaffin community as, as Ollie Sack. As Ollie Sack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, big, big not, yeah as I said, everyone's heard the phrase, haven't they? Not just a sack. Big dick as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quarantina Turner said, uh, Man United versus Spurs <laughs> is the uh, good, but are they good derby? I think that's fair. I don't know. I, I, I'm sick of this, all this fucking... Spurs is getting dissed for no reason, just can't because Jose Mourinho... can't even beat Newcastle, though. You can't even beat Newcastle. I mean, it's, it's fucking the bullshit fucking handball rule, isn't it? Game's gone, Jim. Game's gone. Mm. Uh, ben Spanton, uh, Walker with a with a beauty. Ben's always very good at this. Man United versus Spurs is the media labelled our French midfielder lazy derby. <laughs> you got yeah, Don Bele no, up against he, Pogba, both coming back to form now. Yeah, they could have they could have he could have added an, a number of different things to that as well, which would have made it even more powerful. Uh, um, how, do you, how do you feel about this game, the Man United uh, Spurs game? Because you got, uh, I think it's fair to say, like they're both good, but are they good? You got Sun yeah. out. Man United's trying to figure themselves out, but they've actually beaten a very good Brighton team twice in a week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the League Cup game doesn't count um, because it's just like it's like Chelsea and, and Tottenham us beating them on penalties with completely changed side doesn't have any reflection on how good each side are in, the place that each side are in. Um, if I look at Man United beating Brighton uh, in the league, that was the biggest travesty I've ever seen. <laughs> It was literally the worst win I've ever seen in all my life. Brighton annihilated them, tore an absolute arsehole out of their defence consistently over 90 minutes. It was bordering on abuse. Um, they hit the woodwork five times, scored twice, and then that shitty little penalty right at the end. I mean, it was a penalty, And it was a penalty. It was in time and it should have been given. But, you know, whatever. Um so going by that, and my what I think might happen in the game is completely irrelevant because the game starts and it never quite goes the way you think it goes anyway. But for the sake of the question, answering the question, if they defend anything like they do, we will kill them. We will kill them. Uh, um, if they sort yeah. if they sort their defence out, then they've got a chance. How far is Gareth Bale away from playing games? He's in training. He's in training. So uh, <laughs> he, he won't be ready for this. I re- after the international break, Son. When you do that high pitch thing, I I don't hear it. I don't think it picks it up, Jim. Oh, <laughs> I, I do it again. <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, yeah, no, I just hear the right end of it. Um, the uh, that yeah, makes sense because you did that before in a podcast where you did the you know the like your sex sound. Can't hear it. Can't hear it. Yeah, it's weird that. Um, it's not a sex sound. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's like a balloon. Isn't it? Son is uh, <laughs> is only a doubt for Manchester oh. United. Only a doubt. He probably won't play. Oh, um, don't say that. So he's in my fantasy team. I'd love to yeah, get him in. Get. I'll give you a little tip in front of just the patrons. You can cut this out. The patrons can have it as well if you want, or keep it in. Get our left back from Spain in, Reg. Oh, Reg is decent, dear. He's not a left back. He's essentially a winger that plays left back. You've got to get him in if you want points from a left hand. Uh, from, from who's your left back currently? Right, you... It doesn't. I've just got defenders, but I've not got many defenders. Uh, uh, who, get, tell me what you've got. Tell, I've quickly. got Tyrek Mitchell because he's cheap. I've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, and I've got get, get rid of him. He's he's Sorry. done. Lamptey. Trent Alexander. Oh, Jim. Now that isn't that's good. That's good. Fair play. If you get, if you ever want to swap it out, maybe look at uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and check the price difference. You think Reggie's, Reggie's the one, dear? 
You don't like Mate. Reggie, do you? It's Reg. Um, Reg. Uh, Reggie's fine. Re- Reggion, I think is his actual name. Mate, he's, he's worth it. I'd, I'd, if you can save yourself three million, I'd, I'd definitely try. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I, I see how it goes. Uh, Mourinho has is, has made us hard to beat. We're good on the break, although he always always gets undone by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So who knows? Yeah, that is true. Well, this will almost be kind of a. If you look at last season, this is a bit of a respite, almost weirdly these big games because it seems to work better for Man United because they can play on the counter attack. So it might yeah. suit them a little bit better. The one thing I'll say, like in the League Cup game, there were some real positives there. Like in terms of like Van der Beek and Mata were linking up quite nicely. Van der Beek seems really, really intelligent. Um, and uh, I, I, you've got to find a way to get him in the team for, for Man United. I don't know how they're going to do that. Someone needs to compromise. And I don't know, I yeah. don't know how that happens. But also saying like, they're great. Their forward line is fantastic. Brilliant. And, and add Sancho to it, it's even better. It's not a problem with Man United though, is it? Problem is they're... Defense, Lindelof, um, Harry. Uh, you know that. What's he? Why has this left my head completely? Maguire. Him. Yeah. Harry Maguire. Tough name. You know, Shaw. Just not none. It's just not good enough. Like, why are they spending upwards over a hundred million, which should they have to spend to get Sancho when they should spend fifty million pound on two defenders, Skirinar and that Diaz from from Benfica. There you go. One, two, bash, yeah, bash. Well, yeah, I can agree more. They need a st- the centre backs the area where they should have strengthened. They would have been fine elsewhere, especially now you have got Van der Beek. Final question though, like with with that with Van der Beek, like how do you get like so you're going to play a back four, right? You're so you then and you're going to play Martial. You're going to play Rashford. You're going to play Fernandez. Like how do you how do you fit in Van der Beek, Pogba, and like one of them has to play as a defensive player. That's the problem I've got with. But you don't. United. I don't get it. You can't. You don't fit them. It's squad, isn't it? Squad depth. You don't fit them. One. Who? Who, who have they got as a defensive midfielder? Well, that's look. Can Van der Beek do something like that? But he probably miss his best asset, which is his movement. Um, McTominay or played, played Fred or Matic. Probably Matic players. is the one that they'll go to, because as, as, as someone who will literally just sit there. But that's it. I just. I think if I was Van der Beek, I'd be nervous about that. Um, and oh. someone's got to make way. And it's not going to be Fernandez. Well, Is it really going to be Pogba with the ego League's... that he's got? I don't know. Champions League starting again. They're going to need players. They'll all get their fair share of games. I don't think it's a big problem. Oh, they'll play. Uh, next up, be... <laughs> they'll win. Uh, RH, Newcastle versus Burnley, as well as being the uh, Flavel never know the score to this derby. Of course, give them a tweet, guys, when that game finishes up. Um, after the game, our managers are down the boozer with five missed calls from the misses. Derby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Somewhat hard, hard on them. Um, Sean Dice, who actually is, I think he's actually quite a progressive person, stuck in a gammon body. Um, <laughs> to shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Lewis, Newcastle versus Burnley is the derby of, uh, well, we're still here somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon Fraser, Leicester City <coughs> versus West Ham is the, uh, uh, the, the 2015-16 season was amazing, wasn't it? Derby. Um, Payet. Do you remember the Payet years? He was good. He was really good. Uh, yeah. Ollie Sack's back again. Swinging sack, they call him. Arsenal versus Sheffield is the pirate derby. The cannons versus the swords. Good. <laughs> you got the blades. You got the, uh, I think yeah. there was another one saying the, um, uh, what's the word? Violent violent nickname derby as well. You got the uh, gunners versus the blades. Bit weird, isn't it, that? I quite like blades. I quite like blades as a nickname. Celebrating like a, a munitions factory that led to the death and maiming of 
hundreds of thousands of people. Do what I don't understand about that. Yeah, yep. Gunners is one thing, right? Who started Gooners? It's not. Uh, it's that's... not. It's not shorter. It's no, not it, quicker. This is... it's... What's the it Gooners was... thing? It's an old. It's an old insight. So the Spurs fans and Art Chelsea, whoever, would have changed the names. Goon used to be like an actual legitimate insult to call someone a goon back in the day. So they said gooners, and then as all fans do, they appropriate the insult and make it their own. That's right. what happened. That's why they called the gooners. I don't call them gooners. I just call them scum. Just doesn't seem practical. Uh, Arbaz, back to a bit more leads. Bit more leads now. Just a just a little bit more leads. Um, Arbaz says Man City versus Leeds is the Pep's inspiration derby. Joe Sharp's also spotted a derby with the Leeds City game. Is the no my man no my manager's more of a foreign stereotype derby, um, which I'm not sure is totally fair. They um there was a, I think there was another one saying like we love to um, we love to suck each other off derby, which seemed a bit heavy. But they they the the post match interviews are going to be so gluttonous with these two. Yeah, I, I, a part of me feels like Bielsa kind of will throw the game, and Pep, only Pep will know how he's done do you, it. And then at see... the end, they'll just have a gentle, <laughs> embra- gentle embrace because Pep's just like he's just he's feeling obviously a bit low but... at the moment, and he just comes in for a hug and actually tucks the arms in as he goes for the hug. Um, Leeds don't need yeah. it, does it? Yeah, he's like because that's it. He's such a he's such a, he's such an amazing <laughs> guy. Is it in- envelope? It just comes in. Envelope. Yeah, that's it. Just, yeah, and Bielsa just comes. And, and Bielsa's... And Pep knows. Pep knows he's given him the victory through some weird kind of like... Chelsea hidden, don't... Hidden I in mean... the Matrix tactical, uh, like, nous that, again, only his disciples know. Leeds yeah. don't need it anyway. Man City need it. He'll do it for him. Um, actually, all jokes aside, do you think it'd be a bit of an upset here, isn't it? Because Leicester did, yeah. you know, this is put five past them. Leeds are well up for it. They're still riding that wave of enthusiasm. It won't last. And um, I mean, mean, they've obviously got injuries. Um, They have good, you know, they've got a load of good attacking players. But I think if, with the problems they've got there, Bielsa, you know, if he wants to be ruthless, if it is, you know, you know, like a like a dad with his nine year old son playing table tennis, just whacking winners past him because he's got to learn that where he sits in the pecking order if he does want to do it i feel like there's there's definitely there's definitely cracks there with with man city especially yeah. defensively and i don't i don't know i'm intrigued to know how man city attempt to control that game when leeds are kind of play the way that they play it's going to be all their most expensive players on yeah yeah use yeah use the use the 600 million worth of uh, that you've fullbacks got. pop them on uh, yeah. <laughs> Jake says Arsenal versus Sheffield United oh yeah the violent nickname Derby that was it Leicester West Ham the failed bid for James Tarkowski Derby um, can I just say bring something back to Pep Guardiola I think there should be like an immediate initiative that he's not allowed to moan he's not allowed to complain about anything and there's a there's a there's like a network wide acknowledgement between the BBC Sky BT all of them right BN Sport anyone who shows football the minute they sense he's going to start moaning, they just cut him off and move to the next segment. I could, I would quite like that and see that. Like you, kind of, you know, the, obviously the match report, you never see him, but the match report yeah. goes, you know, obviously, you know, conceding five goals, disappointing for you. You've got to be, you've got to be angry at that. Got, uh, you know, no excuses really. 
people obviously give people go well you know you know i'm not so happy i'm not so 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 happy um you know injuries so many injuries right now we miss we miss the players at, at this in this moment says all that and then it goes back to the match report and he goes come on pep no <laughs> Do you, they just try, cut do you want to try that again? Do you want to try that again? <laughs> Can we go again, please, Pep? <laughs> no, 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 no. Pep, 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 Pep. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. Do you want to try that? Should we try that? Let's try this again. Cut. Yeah. We'll do that again. Pep, not really good enough, really, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not allowed an excuse. It's like... You know, it's like the, you know, it's the upper class. You can't go, oh, life's really difficult. Well, it's not, is it? It's like, oh, fucking my, my Sky Sports Ultra HD's not on. I've got to watch it in HD. Are there any, there, another one for the comments. Are there any actual legitimate excuses you can let him have? Yes. Like the injury. There is the injuries, right? But then you say the injuries, you go, how many centre-backs do you want? How many, yeah. how many, and if you're going to go buy a centre-back... He's gone. That's what I don't get. Is he's gone right? I need a centre back. We're really struggling with a centre back. I need. I need someone who can come in. Have I got enough money? Yeah. Well, of course you got enough. Right. I've got enough money. Great. Uh, okay. What kind of centre back do I need? I'm going to go and get an expensive one. I'm going to go and get a really <laughs> expensive one. Of course, I'm going to get an expensive one. Well, what kind of expensive one? I'll get one from the team that leaked loads of goals and got relegated, and I'll put him <laughs> in the team. Or about like. He's just got a. I don't know if he's got a bad eye for it, or obviously there's such a possession-based team that he's is, concentrating on other things. But like, there is no, there is no more excuses for Pep Guardiola. I don't want to hear it. Win the league, win the Champions League, or resign. Don't want to hear it. You've got everything you want, everything you could possibly want. Yeah. What, what, so we've got a bit of a defensive problem. Um, uh, I have seventy million to spend on the defender, who probably you know won't be any good. Like, yeah. it's like. It's starting to make the clock, the clock Guardiola um, discussion become a bit redundant because if you look at the, if you look at Liverpool, you got right. Allison spent a lot of money, got it right. After that, you got got him from Hull, got him from Southampton, got him from Charlton, came through the youth team, got he was here from Henderson, he was here from Sunderland before and he was crap. Milner got him from like got him on the cheap because you didn't want him anymore. Your club didn't want him anymore. Like, it's, it's hand, there's no Marnie's from Southampton. Like it's crazy. Like if you're if you're going to give Pep Guardiola the nod over Klopp because of what he'd done previously, then you have to say that Jose Mourinho is the best manager in the world right now because he's done it previously. Forget what has happened in the last couple of years. Before that, the best. Klopp is the best manager in the world because he's done it in the last two seasons. Pep Guardiola hasn't. Ergo, there's no discussion. Klopp is the best manager in the world, seconded by Jose Mourinho. I guess no the, discussion. End of discussion. Yeah. The only the only thing, if you're being really kind, is like psychologically there might be an exhaustion to the gluttony of of quality and goals that you've scored year in year out, and they kind of so your level drops a little bit. Like that's you all know, I can find. Now, look, it's a shame for you. It's a shame for you, Pep. Because now you got to earn it again. You've done it all. We respect the stuff you've done at Barcelona and Bayern Munich, right? We respect it. We respect it, right? We respect it. Now. You got you got to recreate a new respect for us. You got to find new ways to entertain us. Do, um, climb another mountain. We're not interested in Ben Nevis and Snowden over there. Let's get up Everest. <laughs> See what happens up there. I agree. Final derby, Flav. Final derby. 
and this is going to be an absolute juggernaut of a podcast this week, is uh, Josh says, the worst managers to go to the pub with Derby. Figure it out. So, if you would like to figure it out, obviously you can do. Let's, uh, let me show you the games once more. Who do you think, which two managers would be the worst? To, uh, uh, to, worst manager to go to the pub with Derby. I think I know he's given the answer later in the in the tweets. You don't know all the managers, do you? To do. <laughs> I would say um, Leicester versus West Ham. <laughs> Amazing, yes. Bang on, <laughs> Brendan Rodgers versus David Moyes. I would really not like to go to the pub with either of them. Do you know what? I bet Brendan Rodgers would be like, uh, oh, you go, what do you want, mate? Do you want a pint or whatever? And he goes, I'll have a tomato juice. <laughs> go on. And, uh, I, you know, I'd absolutely love to go pub with Chris Wilder. I've just seen him. Like, <laughs> absolutely. He's he solid gold, that guy. Yeah, he's a legend. Uh, right. Uh, managerism, speaking of which, uh, Robert Denson said, uh, could feel the entire segment. Managerism, I think, is going to die as a... As a bit but uh this is the last one as it goes could fill the entire segment with brendan roger rhythms he's a wonderful technician with great character beautiful human being i can't do northern ireland. Where, where's he from is it northern ireland yeah he's northern ireland Nor- northern there's a video of him like uh of it's called um, brendan rogers being weird on youtube which is fucking <laughs> freaky <laughs> really yeah. uh couple of calm takes i've got scott in here um One's really random, but I just loved it. Conor O'Shea, can't take. If the fax machine broke down for De Gea's Real Madrid move, just buy a new fax machine then. <laughs> it's Man United, isn't it? They could have only gone out and get one. Problem is, they probably don't make them anymore, do they? So that's well, I, mean. I, would, I, I can't believe they're still doing it by fax. Oh, I don't know what. So weird. Really, really weird. Uh, email. Steve Rawlings, if United overachieved last year, then surely that means the manager is doing a good job. Yes, that is a cam take. I'm with you, Stu. I hear what you're saying there. Steve, Steve. It's, it's cutthroat. It's cutthroat. It's cutthroat world. We know that. It's, it's like you say, being a pundit and talking about football is hard. So you just need stuff to talk about. So you often will say shit you don't even believe. I do anyway. <laughs> Con- consistently say stuff. I'm not even sure I believe what's coming out of my mouth. Smash really- that subscribe button, guys. Make sure you're following us a podcast on iTunes. Become a patron. Um, yeah. Brian 10 at least, look, at least well, we're honest at least we're I just honest want to say, I just want to say it doesn't really matter does it if you're entertained or you're not entertained it doesn't matter if it's true or not final calm take uh, from Brian 10 Lampard is really a championship level manager who's been propped up by everyone underestimating the quality of the Chelsea team he inherited because of a ban that didn't even stop them from making signings everyone talks about first season at Chelsea as if he took Burnley to the Champions League when in reality he took Chelsea from third with silverware to fourth with no silverware. The piranhas are straight up out for Lampard, man. He needs a win this week against a difficult Crystal Palace team. Mate, really with does. that side, to go 3-0 down to West Ham, I mean, they did well, West Brom, they did well to come back. But if you compare if you compare Chelsea's side to Tottenham's side, the depth of their squad, certainly in the forward areas, is insane. And... They managed to break us down. They had one chance. Bernard was brilliant. They Don't get me wrong, dominated the, the, the play, but we had like a weird hodgepodge side. But in the second second, second team, second um, half, actually did really, really well. Really took the game to them. So he's, he's in trouble. And, and it was always going to be this way because the pressure is on now. He's not there 
doing them a favor and they're not doing him a favor this has to work they spent a lot of money it has to work yeah so this, this really is the ultimate fa- uh, ultimate challenge of a chelsea fan as well because like it I, doesn't get you don't get a bigger legend than this like yeah obviously john terry can come in but i think people would turn on him quicker than they would someone like frank lampard so he he does need he did do brilliantly last season. Was he third or fourth? Third. I think I think he did, but I think I think his hands were tied, and I think he actually, I think it highlighted that it's worth going through it with with some of these youth, you know, youth players. They're obviously good for a reason. Yeah, and even in his first few games, Mason Mount's been probably one of their best players anyway. Lamptey, so, I can't believe the three million pounds they let him go for. Three million pounds. Reece James just so good him. though. I know, but is so what? Three million pounds. It's like yeah. he's worth a lot more. Give him a couple of game times, he'd have got, have got twelve. But just so people know, there's like there's an industry in developing players in in, in itself. Like Spurs develop players with the aim to making at least a hundred eight hundred thousand pound off of everybody who makes it into the uh, under twenty one squad. Um, and we've ended up making so much more than that. So there's a massive industry just in developing players and creating yeah. farming. Uh, it's that time, Flav. It's time for Allegedly, created by our very own patron, uh, who's, I always forget his name, but it's James and Flav Community Page. It starts with a C, doesn't it? What's your name? I I always forget his name, because all I see is James and Flav. I'm sure he has. I feel like it's... Anyway, let us know, mate. uh, But this is your bit. You created this, my friend. Shit, have you just seen this message from Ollie Sack's Patreon, if you're watching it? This is Patreon. We get to see what they're saying. Ollie Sack. Actually, you might not want to know. Can I say that? Can I say what he's got? I mean, he's put it in a got comment. Old, I don't know. Got a, got a coronavirus, isn't he? Wow. We do one of them scummy little students, would you? Those dirty little students. Raving, were you? Raving, were you? Raving. Out were raving. You? Unbelievable. Bet he was. Oh, big dick. Big dick, Ollie Sack. Big sack. The uh, big sack. Right. Allegedly. Uh, all of these rumours have been sent in by you. Uh, we do not <laughs> condone that they are true or real. We're just reading them out okay and to be honest there's some that i wasn't able to read out so if it's something that you don't think i can read out don't put it in there don't don't even bother what what would be the reason why they couldn't read it out where you couldn't read it out i don't know i mean to be fair there's a there's a few here that are shagging certain people's wives or certain things that like it's just straight up libel i don't know there's a line and some 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 people crossed it Uh, but if you have got a funny rumor and it's a bad rumor we want bad rumors that's what we want uh, so first up, Matt Lesnar, my favourite ever football rumour is when Adebayor claimed his own mother was practising black magic juju on him when he was on a goal drought. When, when did he say that in a post-match interview? I can't remember. It was uh, it was at his time at Spurs. Uh, not only that, he also talked about um, talked about his waking up with, a, with his brother having a knife to his neck trying to take money from him and the family are practicing juju against him and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, I don't think it's a rumor. It's not allegedly. He said it. He quote, quote. Yeah. All right. So it's not, that's true. It's not even allegedly. Yeah, that is, it is true. Yeah. They, they, you can find that quote on Google mm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Got to score your goals though. If you're getting paid that kind of money, you've got to be scoring goals just to be clear. I mean, look, you're not there just to make up the numbers, are you? Exactly. 
Uh, Joe Barrell, lazy rumour from Derby County a few years ago at the end of 2011-2012 season. Club captain Jason Shackle and top scorer Stephen Davies both left the club. Um, rumour at the time was that Shackle had shagged Davies' wife. Now, the reason I'm saying that is, one, allegedly, it's, you know, it could be true. Who knows? That's great, great in-the-know knowledge from, from us. But secondly, because that's, that's too lazy for me. I'm reading that out as an example. I don't want too many shagging of wives, okay? It's not funny. We can't get any comedy out of it. Less of that. Less of that. Uh, Connor O'Shea, allegedly. Oh, God, here we go. Sir Alf Ramsey slept with the Russian linesman's wife not on the eve of the 1966 World Cup final and whispered in her ear, make sure sure we win tomorrow. Brackets leading to Jeff Hurst's goal being given as over the line. Allegedly, of course. Uh, Rob Reed, Football Rumours. One of my mate's boyfriends once told me that John Obi McCall only ever signed for Chelsea because he got captured by Somalian pirates and Chelsea were the only team willing to pay the ransom. It's not, they're not, it's not true, are they? is it? That's not, not nowhere true. near the truth. Yeah. It's the problem. We're looking for something that's it's true. Clearly it's true. That sounds true. That's the response. That that sounds true. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm kind of exploring this bit. I don't know what, I, I want absurdity. But oh, we do. You do want absurdity. I don't mind absurdity, but I want, I want it to be something that someone told you and thought it was true. That's what I want. I don't know. It's quite specific. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, is where is it? Uh, Laith Alwan. I don't know if it was just a rumor in Manchester. This is so right. I found this funny, not because of the rumor, because of the comment below. I don't know if it's just a rumor in Manchester, but during his playing career, everyone I knew assumed John O'Shea was gay. Don't know where it came from, and I'm pretty sure he isn't. Anyways, seven likes on that one. Two replies. Callum McDonald first replies, and so obviously the comment says, uh, "I'm pretty sure he isn't." Hang on, where is it? I don't know where it came from. And I'm pretty sure he isn't anyways. And Callum McDonald went, because it rhymes. Well, <laughs> that's, okay. why, that's why the rumour got started, because John O'Shea rhymes with gay. <laughs> and the thing is, is that, that, that songs at football, isn't it, are always created by rhyming something. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. It rhymes, it works. Yeah. Therefore, people will sing it. So, yeah. John, are you, John, are you gay? No. But it rhymes. <laughs> Calzone. Apparently, Andy Carroll broke Stephen Taylor's jaw in training because Taylor was texting his ex. Again, I'm not sure about this. And Tom Shahar. Oh, God, we've got loads. Tom Shahar, Neymar's injury record reveals that he was usually injured during January, February over the last few seasons. Sources close to the 29-year-olds suggest that a certain birthday party is of more importance to the Brazilian. I've heard that one. You used to hear that rumour about, um, or Ruddick, Neil Ruddock would say it as well, wouldn't he? Like, he'd say that he'd normally try and get a couple of bookings ascending off in the lead up to Christmas so that he could have Christmas Day off. Uh, maybe for yeah. Brazilians it's carnival, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ronaldinho absolutely loved the party as well. That's the problem. If I was a professional footballer, James... Oh, this Robert, one's Neymar. This is Neymar. But Ronaldinho you know what I'm loves saying? Ronaldinho had the same issue. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have that, that issue. I'd, I'd find it really difficult not to, to get on the, on the sesh. Sure. That uh, much money. This one made me laugh out loud. Uh, W121, football rumour. This one I heard from a trainee lawyer, but Frank Lampard punched a woman in a restaurant. That's bollocks. Uh, didn't find out who, and a super injunction was signed. Frank Lampard just going, bosh. Right, that's, uh, that is libelous. Allegedly, that is- allegedly, allegedly. Isn't it? Fine. Yeah, I Fine. don't know how good that is to say. It's 
Fine. Clarky Beast, right. terrible rumour. The reason Steven Gerrard didn't leave Liverpool for Chelsea in 2005 was because Carragher threatened to get his mates to batter him if he did so. This is one of many world rumours started by the Everton taxi drivers around Liverpool. There wasn't ever like there was a gang, like a gang in Liverpool that stopped him from going. That's what I heard. Carragher's lot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and like, another one from W121. Football rumour Katie Price was pregnant with Joe Hart's baby. God knows what happened. Wow. But it's 99% true, <laughs> allegedly. God knows what happened. God yeah. knows what happened. I think, you see, look, this is a tough one, the allegedly, but I'm looking for jovial rumours. <laughs> not stuff going to get us in trouble. Not, not me. going to get us in trouble. James in trouble. He's thought the publisher. I, I did read. <laughs> made that clear, Flav. Well um, <laughs> Agent Flav. Do we want Agent Flav? I'm not sure we've got time for Agent Flav, have we? Um, no, I mean, we'll be going a long time. We can save some for next week and bin out shark news. I think we should get rid of shark news altogether. Do you? I quite like shark news this week. Okay, well, then give us one quick one. I, I just, it just blows my mind that you're, you're there each other. Uh, guys who are a patron, I would like any questions, raw reviews of the podcast. Now is your time to have your say. We'll be reading them in just a second. So, any thoughts on the podcast so far? Anything that you've jotted down that you would normally put in the comments? Let us know now. And, uh, yeah, and we'll read them Bad one. Let's Middle of the road. Many species of sharks have a movable, transparent, nistitating membrane that covers and protects their eyes when they're attacking and eating. Yeah, that's true. It rolls back. You roll, the, the eye roll, so it rolls back and there's, <laughs> it's just replaced by cartilage so that the the most vulnerable part of their body can't be damaged by sort of bits of bone that's flying out. That's amazing. Mm. That's a really good one. You, you see it really easily on like a, a great white. If you watch them bite, you see their eyes roll back at the same time. A bull shark can live in both salt and fresh water by regulating salt and other substances in its blood. A bull yeah, shark may so have been shark... responsible for the 1916 shark attack that happened in the creek in New Jersey. They've also been found in the Mississippi River. That's very true. Not not only just found in the river, thousands of thousands of miles inland. That's mad. The bull shark is the most aggressive shark that you can find. And if you get attacked by a shark, it's most likely to be one of those. And the fact that they can swim in salt water and fresh water is fucking terrifying. Okay. And final one. I just saw that. I think this is decent. Uh, the, the world's most unusual shark, the Megamouth, wasn't yeah. discovered until 1976. Seven yeah, its mouth uh, can reach up to three feet across, while the rest of the body is about sixteen feet long. Only fourteen mega mouths have ever been seen. They 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 swim very deep in the ocean, so very very difficult to find. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, do you know another one? Just a bit of a downer. Nearly half a million sharks will be used to develop uh, the coronavirus vaccine. Powers into insignificance of the hundred million that die every year, but anyway. Interesting, interesting take there. Uh, I think up. that's pretty much everything. So yeah, patrons, now is the time to have your say. Uh, it's been, Rob says it's been a good one. Yep, yeah, good, good. Solid nine out of ten um, from James and Flav community page. Catherine, it's a good one. Lots of good football chat. Okay. Uh, and Ollie Sack says, yeah, mate, I'm a filthy little student. Oh. Yes, you are. Filthy little fingers in mouths. Do you remember? Do you remember what we said at the beginning of this corona? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. Um, yeah. 
All right. Uh, so this is the first time we've done our patron. So I'm, I'm excited. Now people kind of know about it. If you should see who's in there next week. And if there oh, are anything... I think the thing to set up as well is almost have a pen and pad ready with with go I, I, thoughts on this or that. Because this is the problem with the podcast is like along the way is there are little bits where you go thoughts on this, thoughts on that. And you get to have your first say on it if you're uh, if you're a patron. Um, so thank you all the patrons. Thank you to you guys for watching. Um, Flav will be getting a podcast up as soon as possible. So go and follow us on iTunes or wherever it is. I think it's on Spotify as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next time in a bit. Yeah.